Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When is the last time you felt alive? The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine. This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. If you want to dance, we hope you dance. Whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be. Welcome to Live, Love, Dance. Here's Deanna Lee. Thank you. I'm Deanna Lee, and you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Deanna Lee Dance. You can also find my three dance teams on those same platforms, the Boot Boogie Babes, the Boot Girls, and the Boot Chicks. Today on Live Love Dance, we've got a very special guest. Her name is Nancy Brown, and she, for almost two decades, was a belly dancer and instructor, and she is the founder and instructor and director of You Can Too Belly Dance. Welcome to Live Love Dance, Nancy. Thank you, Deanna. It's a pleasure being here. We got a lot to unpack with you today. Number one, (laughs) when you were younger, you were told that you were too short to dance. We're going to get to that. Number two, the professional belly dancer in you and how you shared that love of belly dancing with such a diverse group of people by creating You Can Do Belly Dance, which focuses on making sure that if you want to belly dance, then you can do it too. And then lastly, your current dance situation, which has led you back to being a student again. So what the heck happened when you were young and who told you that you can't dance because of your height? Well, I was taking actually very formal dance lessons, you know, as we all do when we have a love of dance. I was like somewhere between six and eight years old. I was taking my tap and my modern jazz. And the teacher happened to stand us all up because we were young and what do you want to be when you grow up? Of course, we had our princess and we had our fire, you know, fighter and things like that. And I stood right there and said, I want to be a professional dancer. And she just looked at me and said, you never will be because you will never be tall enough. My little heart broke. I mean, what teacher says that to kids? That's at the age where you go, yes. (laughs) And any age, it doesn't matter, but especially to children, that just doesn't seem quite right. It doesn't. And of course, at that time, you know, dating myself a little here, dancers, to be on a professional stage, especially on Broadway or in musical theater of any kind, needed to be somewhere between 5'6 and 5'8". Well, yeah, I'm 4'11", so I didn't quite hit that mark. 
Um, So she technically was right for the period. Um, But that has since changed with dancers such as Paula Abdul and and some other shorter dancers. So, um, you know, had I come in a little bit later in life, you know. Yeah, well, it it didn't stop you. (laughs) No, no. It only hiccuped me for a while. (laughs) So when did you get back into dance after that? Well, I never totally got away. But because I was a military family, it made it more difficult to actually find dance classes. And, of course, my mom, after I quit that dance class, and she didn't understand why, um, was not real gung-ho on putting me in another one because she was afraid I'd quit. So I ended up doing a lot of mimicking of movies and things like that because I absolutely love musicals. Um, I would do a lot of that type of stuff. I was involved in gymnastics, and I specifically loved the beam and the floor because it created dance. You know, you had to use dance in your routine, so that made me extra happy. Um, And then, of course, when I reached uh, 21, when you could go out, you couldn't get me out of the club because <laughs> I was dancing. Well, that's where you could go to dance, sure. <laughs> that's where I could go to dance, yeah. Uh-huh. But I did go to, like, school dances and things like that, and I would take some some very specific classes that I to learn dances. Mm-hmm. I just didn't stay in a long-term formal class due to the military side right. of the fence. Speaking of clubs, now you and I, I should say this, we know each other outside of Live Love Dance, <laughs> and we found out something about one another that we both lived in Biloxi, Mississippi, and we both went to the same <laughs> club line dancing. It was in different years. Do you remember this? Us talking about it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good old Michael. <laughs> <laughs> So much fun. That went, yep, I I got into a lot of mischief there and got learned my two step and then my line step, my line dancing back then. Michaels was great. I worked for WKNN in Biloxi for three years, and that's why I went to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And then I taught line dancing and two step at Michaels. Now we were there different years, right? When were you mm-hmm. at Michaels? I had moved down to Mississippi between the period of 1984 and almost 1995. Mm-hmm. So they're almost 11 years. Wow. But after that, that big D word called divorce, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I got to go out more. <laughs> so yeah. so I would put it in the late uh, later 80s, early 90s is when I was at yeah. Michaels the most. We missed each other by about a decade. I was there about a decade yeah. later. <laughs> But that's okay. I mean, I'm sure Michaels didn't change a whole lot between that. <laughs> Probably not, knowing that area. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so great. So we fast forward to you becoming interested in belly dance. And it all started at a wedding. And mm-hmm. how did you see belly dancing at a wedding and think, you know what? I want to go do that. Well, I have to be honest. I've had people not understand my statement at first until I got to fully explain it. Every time I heard the word belly dance, I would just kind of nod and go, that's nice. Because I didn't appreciate what the dance form was and part of the history behind it. So it it didn't mean a whole lot. So when my friend who got married said she was going to have belly dancers there, that's the reaction I had. Mm -hmm. When I got there, it was not at all what most people think of. Mm -hmm. It was very folkloric in appearance. The women were wearing turbans. They had facial markings. They had huge, chunky pieces of jewelry. They were wearing skirt, very full 
skirts, panels, they were mostly covered. Um, and I'm looking at this going, wait a minute, who's this? What's this? And sure enough, it's this dance troupe called Fat Chance Belly Dance. And when they started performing and I found out it was an improv-based um, dance form, that intrigued me even more. It's a huge type of movement, so the dancers know what's coming because of the cueing, but whoever the lead dancer is, is actually creating the choreography in the moment. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interactive. The dancers are really in the moment. They have to pay attention to one another. They can't space off into choreography counts, that kind of thing. You really have to be in the moment. Um, and it's a lot of energy exchange, and I was just mesmerized by this. <laughs> and I, I went, oh, no, I'm going to be calling myself a belly dancer. <laughs> oh, you were getting sucked in right there. <laughs> right then and there. But I went, okay, okay, okay. Knowing me, I was like, okay, let's give it a chance. I don't know if that's really the direction I want to go. Mm-hmm. And I I went, it kept coming in my mind for like two months. So I researched it out, and then it was history. And that happened, and in fact, when they arrived, it was right after um, the 9-11 attack. So they were even concerned about flying up here because they were from California. It, it happened that the following February, I had enrolled in classes, and it's been that way ever since. So I was a student for many, many years before I allowed myself to become a certified instructor and a sister studio to Fat Chance Belly Dance because that's just what I loved. It spoke to me. It was very empowering for women. And I hit a time where a lot of men were interested in this but didn't know quite how to approach it. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud to say that I actually had, as a sister studio, the first men in my class, but I had the prerequisite. If you're there to dance, you can come. If you're there to ogle, bye-bye. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I totally respect that. And I see a lot of men who want to dance and Mm -hmm. they're scared because it's typically women that take these types of classes, any dance class, really. And there's men that want to be a part of it. They're not the majority. But that's okay. If you can come in and you're there to dance, I love that. Then you will be welcomed with open arms. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I liked about this dance, too, is it's not the one that everybody thinks of mostly, which is a little bit more sensual feeling or uh, can be kind of cute and very, very feminine in its movements. This one, I call it the ballroom of belly dance. Because you have a very lifted posture. Mm -hmm. You have very open. So it's very welcoming to a men's posture in itself or physique Um, so it embraces and so all across the board if you're there to dance you are welcome in my classes I think one of the things I love most about what you founded and created with you can to belly dance is you were saying look this is a diverse class. This is truly uh-huh. open for anyone. If she can do it, then you can too. And you talk about it being empowering for people. How did you can too change people's perception of whether or not they could belly dance or not? Oh, are a lot of people from, you know, regardless of gender that have the body issues or some of the um, fear of dancing in front of other people. 
um, for some reason, this dance intrigued enough people that had those kinds of fears that they were willing to give it a try. Um, Some people just wanted to come in and do classes. But I did offer to every single student that they had an opportunity to actually present this out on stage if they wanted to. So it really gave them a chance to explore themselves, um, share themselves. And if they didn't want to do it, they didn't have to. I never forced anybody to, to go out on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really, it was fascinating to watch women that felt like they had to totally cover up their bodies, wear the, the, the baggiest clothes imaginable, and then by the end of you know, maybe a year or something, they were actually wearing a choli and a hip scarf, and they were actually allowing their their midriff to show. Hmm. Absolutely awesome to watch the growth and when having those aha moments, and I'm sure you've seen those, when (laughs) suddenly it's like, I get it. (laughs) And, and And it's so cool. And they're out there, and suddenly you can just almost see their whole chest just expanding and opening and their whole persona, their whole presence just bursts forward. And it's, I love that. I absolutely love that. Oh, Nancy. I didn't realize that you and I had so much in common as Mm -hmm. directors and instructors and with giving people opportunities to grow, not just as people, but grow their confidence levels and do it in a performance-based type dance troupe. I had no idea all all these things about you. Uh, that's something I'll go running around about. <laughs> well, people are going to know now. Your secret is out, honey. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, I'm okay with it, too, because the next thing that I'd like to talk to you about is mm-hmm. how Dance for You has come full circle as a student again. You're in an audition process where you're auditioning for a performance-based troupe. Mm-hmm. How has that affected you presently with your confidence in getting back into dance? What it's done for me, in in all honesty, is allowed me to kind of get a not kind of to get away from some of the the responsibilities that, of course, as you know, being a founder, a choreographer, that everything associated with leading a group, it allowed me to be able to, I love all my, my babies, and that's how I see them, as they're, they're my dance babies, to grow. And I get to stand back and be kind of dance mama. But I don't have to um, focus so hard in the business, in, in you know, what's the next, class, making sure, all those things, you know. I needed to clear my own artistic head and heart again. I just decided I needed something different because the movements are so ingrained in me with the belly dance. I needed to change it up for me physically because I'm also, I've been undergoing some physical issues with my knees and, you know, as I'm aging, you know, haha, all that good stuff. Um, I needed to change it up. And I just really needed something for me and for me alone, instead of, like I say, the responsibility of everybody else as my dance babies. Sure. So that's when I found one of your boot camps, and it felt at home because I'd done the line dancing before, but these were all some newer ones with a smattering of ones that my memory went, oh, I used to do that, <laughs> you know? And so my little heart went, bing, 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 bing. Kind of like it wasn't doing the Grinch thing, but it was getting bigger and bigger again. Uh-huh. And that really felt good. And 
the aspect of my knees and my legs and everything is is getting better. I'm getting stronger again. Actually, some of the, the weight over time has dropped off. So there's a lot that's happening here for me. And it just, it's just wonderful. And the audition process has made it feel a lot like I did with my dance babies. I have, and now I have boot sisters. <laughs> I have ATS sisters. I have a huge dance community that I can honestly and sincerely call family. And this makes my soul feel good. It makes it feel more whole. So I thank you. <laughs> for this. Oh, Nancy, (laughs) I have to thank you because I've been able to sit and watch you dance. And in the last two weeks of auditions, I think it was last week. I don't know. It's kind of like you you say aha moment. I don't know Uh what happened, but all of a sudden here comes Nancy and she looks and feels different and it's all over her face. It's all over her body. And it's just pure joy and watching you I almost burst into tears because it was so much fun to watch (laughs) (laughs) I love to dance and obviously when it comes to choreography or or knowing the moves well enough to build a choreography in the moment it just happens the learning process my face kind of goes wet but when I feel good and confident in it I yeah I guess you can't help it I love to dance and it makes me feel alive. You're a great performer and it's obviously all that experience that you have as a belly dancer and belly dance performer and instructor and all of that. And as we look to the future for dancing for Nancy Brown, what does it look like? Uh What do you want? What do you want out of your dancing future? I think more of what's happening now. I really do. I, I couldn't express I don't want to go too far in the future because I'm embracing what's happening right now. I love that. And and I really am. And I, and admittedly, you know, I've got some of my dance babies that are, are you going to come and dance with us even occasionally? I said, yeah, casually, I can go do that. I'm not ready to teach again. I don't know if I'll ever go back to teaching Mm -hmm. because I'm so thrilled at watching. I had eight of my students go on to become professional teachers themselves. Right. Get certified and all that. So I I'm a very proud dance mama here. I don't I don't need to wrestle them for students. Let them have them and I can enjoy this. Then I can be, you know, might be a student myself and have fun with that, embrace it all. I just want to embrace it all. <laughs> that way I can still dance with them, but I can do and and do what I'm doing and just love it all. Well I think I speak for a lot of your boot sisters probably all of them when I say that you are an inspiration to us and you are an inspiration to women who maybe think that they can't dance because they're too short or to this or to that or to uh, you know maybe my age I really mm-hmm. you know so many women come to me and say well I, I don't think I can line dance because I'm you know I'm 65 and I'm like honey we had somebody 65 on our boot girls team last year and she had a black you know, um, and she'd still be awesome. with us if she didn't. Her husband didn't take her to New Mexico. So you are such an inspiration to us. And I just have to say that to you. And we just love and adore you. Oh, thank you. You're going to make me cry. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. It's just the way that I feel. <laughs> You're making the Southern come out of me. 
<laughs> you can probably still talk some Southern, huh? That Mississippi blood in there. Oh, yeah, I can. And anytime I would talk to somebody down south, I would do that. And they thought I was the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Love it. Nancy, thank you so much for taking time to share your dance journey with us. And it's so exciting to see that you're going to live in the moment and embrace the now. So thank you. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you, Deanna, for having me. And thank you on so many levels. And I'll give you a hug later. Okay. I'm ready for it. (laughs) Until we see you, get out there and live, love, dance. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.